0: You're listening to episode number 77 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Today, we're chatting about how to go keto by yourself, how to react to family members who voice concerns with your keto choices, and inviting your partner into the mix without creating a lot of tension at home. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Leanne from healthfulpursuit.com, and this is the Keto Diet Podcast. Keto is a low-carb, high-fat diet where we're switching from a sugar-burning state to becoming fat-burning machines. Starting keto and maintaining it long-term can be quite a challenge if you don't feel supported. My 60-day program, The Keto Bundle, provides you with clear step-by-step how-to on successfully adapting to a ketogenic diet, avoiding common ketogenic struggles, and healing your body completely and fully with a ketogenic diet. Go to healthfulpursuit.com slash bundle and use the coupon code PODCAST, all in caps, no spaces, to get 10% off your order, exclusive for podcast listeners only. Now, let's get this party started. Hey guys, happy Sunday, March 18th. I can't even believe where time is going right now. It's crazy. The show notes and full transcript for today's episode can be found at healthfulpursuit.com slash podcast slash E77. And let's hear from one of our awesome partners. Whether I'm on the go or at home in the RV, a good keto snack goes far beyond whether or not it fits my macros. I love snacking on foods that I know... Do right by my body, and that's why I love Paleo Valley grass-fed beef sticks. Each keto-friendly stick contains one billion probiotic CFUs to keep my gut healthy and happy, plus support my immune system. They come in a variety of awesome flavors. My personal favorite is summer sausage. Paleo Valley is offering twenty percent off their fermented beef stick snacks to listeners of the Keto Diet Podcast. Just head on over to paleovalley.com/keto to get your instant. off. Unsure of the link? Simply check out the show notes of today's episode to get all the details. Okay, I got two awesome announcements for you guys today. The first is that you've asked me for years to come up with a list of my favorite keto things, and it was a lot of work, but I did it, <laughs> and you can find it over at healthfulpursuit.com slash favorites, where you can get many of the epic descriptions, recipes, videos, and other fun things of all of my favorite products. It probably took us about six months at least to put together this resource and Every single product that I love is on there. When you click on those products, it'll give you videos and pictures and resources that are already on Healthful Pursuit or new ones we created that show you how to use those products because we get a lot of questions about just food in general and products that I love. So now it's all in one place. Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com favorites. And the second thing, this is really fun. Um, we're actually recording this podcast live again on Facebook Live. And we're going to be doing a Thrive Market unboxing. We have no idea. Well, I have an idea of what's in the box because we had to coordinate it. But Kevin has no idea. Our guest today, who I'm going to be introducing in a second, has no idea what's in the box. So... Later on, we're going to be doing the unboxing, going through all the awesome keto things that we got in our box. And this is actually the second time ever that we've gotten Thrive Market. So I'm pretty excited to eat all the things. I'll include a link today in the show notes where you can sign up to get $20 off your first three purchases for a total of $60 in savings, plus free shipping and a one month free trial membership. So you can find that at thrivemarket.com slash keto. And I'll also include that in the show notes. qualified qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. Today's guest, and I don't often let them speak before I do their bio, but I'm going to today, is my husband, Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. What's up? Hi. (laughs) And this is the first time that he's been on the show, and I'm really excited to have him here. So, I wrote out a bio for him because he always makes me really nervous. And I'm just like, this is my husband, Kevin. He's really awesome. You should be his friend. <laughs> but here's here it goes. Kevin, my husband and wonderful business partner. He and I met back in 2007 when we were partnered on a work project together. I disliked his attention to detail and his cunning ability to make projects more difficult than they need to be. <laughs> this is true. He says that the difficulty lies in doing things correctly, saying that anyone can do that one thing, but when it's done correctly, now that's when we shine. <laughs> It took me a long, long time to embrace this, but I get it now. And fast forward 11 years, and Kevin's worked as a chief operating officer of a public company, deployed payment terminals across Canada for some of the largest brands, taught himself how to code PHP and JavaScript, developed technology platforms of his own creation, and recently developed an HR tool called Bazaars that allows teams to rate each other on professionalism, friendliness, helpfulness, and productivity to build stronger teams and full transparency. So thanks for coming on the show today, Kevin. You did well. Thank you. I didn't even screw up once, I don't think. I black out when I read. I don't even know what happened. So today we're going to be chatting all about the easiest way to convert a family member to keto and kind of our experience back in 2014 when I started the ketogenic diet from being basically vegan at that point. I mean, it was a long time ago. It's hard to remember kind of the space that I was in, but we wanted to kind of go through what that transition was like for us as a couple, what that was like when I went keto. And then fast forward a couple of years when Kevin finally went keto with me. <laughs> and yeah, so any thoughts on that first before we dive in? Well, I thing is
1: like all the other diets before um, the keto diet were more expensive. Experiments, like trying to figure out wh- what makes you feel better and what doesn't, right? I mean, there would until keto, it wasn't really any sort of much research, you know. There was not much research trying to figure out what does the diet do, how does it work, why does it make me feel better, why does it not make me feel better. Like
0: research on my behalf, like yeah. of my diet. It was
1: just like, hey, everybody else is doing, or there's this thing out there that everybody else is doing, or maybe has been doing. I want to try it too and see how it makes me feel. And then along came keto, and it's like, whoa, there's like this thing that science based and makes like it, like it made more sense more logic and that was kind of yeah. like the the step right?
0: Yeah, I think you're totally right. And it was interesting because this kind of came at the point where my hormones were really messed up and I needed to do something. And then it was sort of like, up until that point, I didn't need to do research. Like, I was nutritionally trained and I learned certain things in that school that now they teach different things. But at that time, it was very wrong for my body. But I never even knew about low carb diets or ketogenic diets. Like, it wasn't even. An Wait, option.
1: We, we heard, You had heard of Atkins. Oh, That's Atkins. It, right? yeah. That was the closest that yeah. was to a somewhat science-based diet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kevin's really big, have you noticed yet, um, that keto is basically the only diet with actual science. <laughs> he gets really into it. It's true. It's, it's so true. Yeah, I mean, it's so true. So um, I'm sure we're going to go through that more in the episode. So the first piece that you guys had and really the questions you had around our experience going keto was uh, my experience first off is how did Kevin react when I went keto?
1: I don't think, in quotation marks, I don't think I cared. I think I was, um, it's a journey, right? And I think you have to follow what your body, you know, lets you experience. And if your body rebels against you when you try something, then you know that it's probably not the right thing to do. And I think the only reaction someone should have is try to be supportive. And also let's see what happens because yeah. if if um, if a reaction of someone else around you or if my reaction would have been whoa you should stop doing that I mean that's not fair I mean I, w- I don't I didn't even know what what was gonna happen how are you gonna feel after so
0: yeah and Kevin's like super supportive <laughs> so I think for you it's like well if it makes you happy I know that so initially I don't think you were concerned but fast forward like three months when I had lost a ton of weight and I wasn't eating a lot and I was counting everything were you concerned then
1: no. No, I don't think so. Because I mean, um, you got to remember that I I saw the entire process from the outside, and I also saw all the research that you were doing and trying to figure out why certain things are happening. And I mean, me being um, somewhat a logic, like I, I try to put logical things like trying to f- explain things logically um, and that's what you were doing too so no i don't think i was concerned at all and also it's not like you stopped somewhere it's not like you went to a certain place where you lost a lot of weight and you weren't feeling good or or whatever and then stopped there you're like no no no, no i'm not gonna stop i'm gonna continue trying to figure this out so that there was no concern there really
0: i didn't know that i thought for sure you were concerned when i was like really really low in weight and i started like obsessing about calories and i wasn't sleeping No, it's a journey. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And yeah, I think you're right. Like, I remember when we were, um, I was probably seven months into keto and I started having all those issues. And we just, we spent like a week drinking wine and reading books up in the mountains at my parents' house and trying to figure out like, okay, what's the next step? Like, let's not give up. Let's keep moving forward and figuring out. And Kevin's been always been really supportive. But at that time, you weren't eating keto. Like, you were eating... Kevin way. Like, just a lot of meat, a lot of bread. You really ate a lot of bread, didn't you? Like, those buns we used to make, like the kibacha mm. buns. I don't even remember what you used to eat. Do you? A lot of meat. Pasta, Pasta. Maybe? Pasta. Yeah. yeah. Pizza. Pizza. You ate a lot of pizza. Um, Okay, so was it hard doing keto alone for me? No, because I started experiencing results immediately, and then I was like, whatever, this is awesome. I'm just going to keep doing this. I'm, I'm very... Do you find, like, now... Wow.
1: Well, I think, I think, it was it hard for you to do keto, do keto alone? It's like, yeah, in a way, because you still have to feed me, because I, I don't know how to, I don't know what, I don't know how to operate in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> Kevin is really <laughs> bad at cooking. Like, I wouldn't even say really bad, you just don't do it. Like, you can't do it.
1: I think it's a danger to society. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, you know what, I didn't find the cooking thing challenging. Did you, did you think that I did? Because I... I've never found it that challenging
1: No no, but I think it was extra work that yeah right I mean you always had the two things going and the two thought processes going one is for so how do I make my meal keto and then how do I what do I make Kevin that uh, like similar right?
0: Yeah. It's interesting that you say that. I think a lot of people struggle with that. And for me, it's sort of like, okay, well, we both eat meat. So I'll make a meat. And then Kevin doesn't eat a lot of fat. So I won't make his meat with a ton of fat. I'll just put fat on mine. And then I'll put avocado on mine and have greens with mine. And then I'll make pasta for Kevin. So it's just like that trading of like, where I have fat, he has carbs, where... Or sorry, where, yeah, where I have fat, he has carbs, and then you just switch it out. So I think it can, I think a lot of people think it's more complicated than it needs to be, maybe. Um, Did you struggle with whether or not to push keto on Kevin? Keto on Kevin. (laughs) Um, No, I didn't struggle. I think the biggest thing is, like, just live your truth, and whoever sees that you've changed and wants to follow in that then have a conversation with them but i think the worst thing to do is to be like kevin eat keto kevin eat keto don't you know this is good for you kevin kevin it actually wasn't until we went on the book tour the first book tour that kevin was like wait a minute i think this keto thing there's something to it these no it was when we went to austin when we were in austin you were like i'm gonna do this keto thing
1: maybe i remember it differently but that's okay
0: really and
1: also i think you couldn't really push it on me at the time when you first started because you were still learning so much about it yourself Mm. and i think what you've always always um, embraced is that a woman's body is different than a man's body and you were really focused on trying to figure out how do hormones work with you're gonna ketogenic diet and all those things so i think um, maybe now you'd be in a place where you're like, no, 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 I really understand keto inside and out. Mm-hmm. I can I can push it on you because I actually understand it fully, even for uh, how it works in a man's body. Uh, but I think at the time there, you were really trying to figure out. Also, taking in all the feedback you were getting from the community on how it works for women.
0: Yeah, you're so smart. Um, the next question that you guys had was, um, did I set any rules for foods that I didn't want Kevin to keep in the house? I've never done that. Have I?
1: No, I don't think so. No. And I think it was kind of something we worked on together as well, where I think I didn't... Yeah,
0: you were really mindful. You always said, like, is it okay that I eat this in front of you? And, like, if you ordered pizza, like, I would go upstairs and just not be part of that. Especially when we first got... When I first got started, it was harder for me, like, just to be around like that. It was fine for me to make the decision every day. But just, like, subjecting myself to that was hard. And you were always really mindful of it. But I never made any rules... Of like, have this, don't have this. That would be nuts. I couldn't do that. And can you recall any conversations about keto? Did you try to talk Kevin, talk to Kevin about it? Well, we talked about it all the time. Just of like, oh my gosh, I just learned this new thing. And what do you think about this? And that sort of stuff, hey?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't think there was ever that kind of like a conversation like, a, um, and this is how keto works. And you should be eating keto because of such and such. I think it was just, hey, I learned this. I learned that. Oh, did you know about this? And then... I would ask you questions being like well what about yeah. this what about that and so I don't think there was ever like that one conversation where you tried to push it on me I, and I don't think that works anyway because I think a person has to make their own decisions.
0: I, I can see how it's really frustrating like I meet people like we meet people every day like we are constantly meeting new people talking to new people nine times out of ten health comes up and like diet comes up and I because I know things about the ketogenic diet and you know benefits of the ketogenic diet it can be really frustrating to like sit there and like just bite my tongue and not say anything but I think at the end of the day sometimes I just mention like have you heard of the ketogenic diet and they're like no what's that and then I explain it but if they're like oh yeah that's really bad for you I kind of just shut it down and it was the same it's the same thing with anyone it's like even though I know all of the benefits and I know that somebody could probably be helped by those things, me pushing it on them isn't going to help. So generally, if they're like a fun person, they're like, yeah, tell me more about it. I tell them a little bit and then I say, I know of a book that's really great. It's by a lady named Leanne Vogel and uh, it's called The Keto Diet. You could maybe pick that up (laughs) and kind of take it that way because I don't think pushing ever helps. Like I know pushing never helps. And that will just create a divide in your relationship or your friends or even just strangers that you meet on the street. Was I ever worried about Kevin eating carbs while eating keto foods? He didn't really, you didn't really eat keto foods while you were eating carbs. Like I just lowered the fat in your meal. And even if, even if you chose tomorrow to like start eating carbs again, I would just lower your fat, but still give you fat because Fat is so helpful.
1: And I think, again, we're talking about um, good fats. And I'm not sure. I mean, Leanne, I know obviously eating carbs. I mean, this is my opinion. Eating carbs is not, not good for you. Um, it's just not good for your body. Everything I've learned about eating carbohydrates and how like what happens with them, it's not a good situation. But I think if you need to eat carbs and you eat the good food, good meats and good fats with it, um, obviously it might not be as good as just being keto or um, eating a very small amount of carbs. But I think it'd still be better than what maybe what I was eating before that, right? Like any sort of processed meats and like more garbage meats or garbage fats as opposed to like the, the good, good fats. I don't know. Like, it's for example, a, mayo, for example, right? Yeah.
0: Like,
1: I would still we have mayo. regular yeah.
0: mayo all the time. Like, that was like we had that canola oil mayo or whatever the heck mayo in there and like in our fridge and we use it all the time. And I mean, this is a progression. Like when we met back in 27 or in 2007, 2017, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Awkward. Um, In 2007, like you were eating huge bags of like frozen dinners like they were okay wait
1: wait wait wait. but okay. that was only because they looked really healthy and it said it was healthy on the outside too. i think it's
0: called like healthy selections or something and it's a meal for four people but he would put it in a casserole dish and heat it up in the microwave and that would be the only meal he would eat all day and i remember watching you eat it for the first time we were like just dating and i and then you got all like flemmy, and i was like dude i think you're allergic to that and you're like what i'm like yeah there seems to be a lot of dairy in that are you allergic to dairy you're like what's dairy what do you mean and so we switched him to a dairy free eating style like the next day we went to Safeway and we got a bunch of stuff and yeah
1: but I was also um cereal right oh, cereal at but the, the time yeah. was a big deal right and yeah. then you uh, got me going on i think almond milk almond because milk. the rice milk we didn't i don't think we ever did any no. rice milk it was almond milk first
0: yeah because of the arsenic in rice milk <laughs> that stuff is no good okay so now we're getting to the part in the show where we're gonna do a thrive market unboxing i'm pretty excited about the boxes right there so like i said earlier we got this box it's our second box I'm pretty excited for the treats inside, and we'll be unboxing it together. So, Kevin, do you want to grab it yeah, for me? Yeah,
1: but tell me. So, what's this? What's this thrive market business all about? What's the, how does the business work? You you subscribe to, so you subscribe to it, and then you get it.
0: Yeah. Well, you get a membership, and then it's it's almost like Costco, but it has healthier things, and you can actually find avocado oil mayo because you know how like no Costco yeah. has avocado oil mayo. That needs to change right now. Obviously (laughs) not
1: all at some Costco's. (laughs) Most.
0: So basically you get a membership and then anytime you want groceries, you just go online and then you pick your groceries. They have a keto section now that's like being added to every day. And then you just pick all your groceries and then you put it in your cart and then you say yes. And then if you use our link... Um, what is it thrivemarket.com slash keto then they get twenty dollars off their first three orders so you add all this stuff to your cart you get a wicked discount like remember that video we did for our first unboxing It was crazy, the discount between Amazon and Thrive. Like, it was way cheaper with Thrive.
1: So I guess all the foods there, they're generally high-quality foods? Yeah,
0: higher-quality. It's like the stuff you'd find at Whole Foods. Like, of course, even with Whole Foods, there's stuff that has, like, sunflower seed oil that I wouldn't really recommend and things like that. But the selection of awesome choices that I approve, that you love, that keto people love, are there. So you're
1: saying back when we first met, when I went to, you kept on going and get those uh, frozen meals? thrive market would have probably saved me it would have been a better deal <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you were spending so much money on those meals
1: yeah well they looked healthy but
0: you have to be able to cook a little bit i think <laughs> dun 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 so kevin is gonna grab the box and we're going to unbox it together i don't totally know how this is gonna work does the box drop on a microphone
1: oh wait
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay let's figure this out <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. 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 I'll let you do the unboxing, and I have a list of the products that are in there, so I know how much it costs and all the things. Okay. Wait. I got.
1: I got a wet tub of stuff. What is it? It's collagen peptides. It's grass fed. Well, it's right by Thrive Market, so they make products too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They have their own products, and they're way cheaper.
1: Cool. What do I do now? Do I look through it? Well,
0: look. Yeah.
1: It looks like a really nice container.
0: It is. I really like that it's in a plastic container, even though I don't totally love plastic, because the bags of collagen are super hard to um, work, and they always get stuck. You know, like they're not able to seal again. And this is a number two plastic, so you can recycle it.
1: Oh, look at that. I like it. I like it. It's very, yeah. um, yeah, it's a good packaging. I've
0: never tried this Thrive Market collagen before.
1: So i guess get this really stupid question here, yeah. but I guess they <sighs> like, where are the ingredients or is it just collagen? It just, collagen? just
0: collagen, but the ingredients should be right here. Yeah. So it's just collagen. That's cool. Yeah. There you go. Can I try so, it? So no flavors or anything. It's just regular collagen.
1: Yeah, um, so this whole whole non-GMO and... So can collagen be organic or is that a silly question to ask? Um, Because I think it has come up before, hasn't it?
0: Man, see, these are the questions Kevin asks me at home and then I have to like do a bunch of research because I legit don't know. I would say in the case of collagen, and this is just off the top of my head so it could be wrong, (laughs) is I don't know if I would care so much if it's organic or non-GMO just because... I would care more about pasture raised, grass fed, grass finished. But like, good luck finding grass finished collagen. If you find one, let me know. But I would say, in the grand scheme of things, so this tub is how many? What size? Twenty ounces, and it was where do you see it on here? Where? where oh, $24 for uh, twenty ounces. Twenty four ninety nine. Sorry, I I'm really bad with money. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Okay, next. Okay okay
1: okay it's a bag and oh it's jerky bites
0: pebbles pubs come here
1: why didn't lexi get some
0: well because nobody can see lexi okay we'll give give lexi some treats so these are i
1: well should i not review these first i love
0: you well how are you gonna review it i'm
1: gonna i'm not gonna eat it let's why don't we look for ingredients really good okay oh look at this no fillers no animal byproducts, no artificial preservatives, flavors, or colors. No corn, wheat, or rice. Huh, that's pretty much in all dog foods.
0: Do you wanna give me a piece and we can Oh, she's sick right now. Oh, that's <laughs> Here you go pebbles. Oh, yum! Yeah. Dog approved. She likes.
1: Ah uh, yeah, she does.
0: <laughs> she's like, where's the rest? Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, oh. I just got snot on my face. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's it, Powell. Okay. Did Ellie explain? Yeah, she did, yeah.
0: Nicely done. Here. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Can you put her down? Okay.
1: So that's really cool that there's no garbage food, even in the dog yeah, food. Yeah,
0: I really like their treats and things. Um, we got beef strips last time and they really liked them. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, <gasps> what is
0: this? Okay. Oh. oh, it looks like coconut coconut chips.
1: Uh, coconut, our dog is actually not here right now. So otherwise, it'd be a big problem. So yeah, it'd be a word, huge yeah. problem. But uh, so these are what? Organic coconut chips?
0: Read the ingredients, do the things and the stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me see here. Uh, I was going to call myself Dr. Kevin. Clearly, I'm not, but I'm going to look into this. As if I was a doctor. Coconut flour, cassava starch, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coconut oil, xanthan gum, kosher salt, and uh, pink H- Himalayan rock salt.
0: Right? Yeah. So these chips are amazing. They're amazing. They're for a carb up because well, there's cassava yeah, yeah, like, starch.
1: See. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whoa. 17 grams.
0: Carbs. Yeah. Carbs. But, but look, but look, hey, just one second. So a serving size is 10 chips. And there's 17 grams of carbs, with five grams of fiber.
1: Okay, I would just like to say that Kevin's—that's 12
0: you, grams of net carbs. I mean, that's true. pretty good for I, carb up. Yes, and you
1: said carb up, true.
0: Yeah, but I Kevin, did say carb Kevin, up. Kevin, through, Kevin, Kevin would go. Kevin wouldn't. Kevin be like, "Whoa, yeah.
1: what is this?" And I, he'd put it back, even yeah. though they taste really great. They're but,
0: they're really tasty. Yeah. We had them in um, Vegas for the first time. they were really good. Yeah,
1: they're really good. Oh look, we like this company, uh, Manitoba harvest.
0: Hopefully you guys don't hear pebbles. I mean, we're recording this live and we're not going to stop. So that's our dog. She's sick. That's life. All (laughs)
1: right. Toasted hemp seeds, sea salt. The ingredients are toasted hemp seeds and and sea sea salt.
0: These are good. I don't like eating them like a snack.
1: No, they're good on salad. salad. Yeah. yeah. I like those.
0: I guess if you ate yogurt, it might be good on yogurt too.
1: And it looks like the package is like resealable too, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, totally it is. The first time I had um, hemp hearts with shells on them... It was in the UK. Oh, surprise item. Somebody
1: sent us alcohol. No, I was kidding. We don't drink alcohol.
0: (laughs) Very rarely. Very rarely. Every time we open up a bottle of wine, we're like, let's be adults. And then we don't drink the rest. I love wine. I just, I only need a sip. And then I'm like, I was really excited
1: about this, but I don't think I will be. it's this bag. Okay, there's a lot of wrapping here because they ship the stuff, so I guess they got to protect it. It's organic apple cider vinegar. I don't think I should be drinking this out of the bottle.
0: You could try. Gee, oh, you should totally try. No, Come I on.
1: No, it tastes okay. horrible. We've tried this I before. I don't mind it. Um, oh,
0: look well, cool. They have recipes on it. Tummy Taming Tonic. Okay. One teaspoon of apple cider vinegar and one teaspoon of honey.
1: I don't like any of that. I like the other one. Household Degreaser.
0: I didn't. Oh, that's smart. I hadn't even thought about using apple cider vinegar to clean. I use white vinegar.
1: Unfiltered organic apple cider vinegar. and water. Water. And Where it's five percent it. acidity. Okay, acidity, acidity.
0: acidity. <laughs> okay, next. <clears throat> Sorry, pebbles. Oh no.
1: Whoa, yay! We eat this by the spoon. I'm just kidding. It's chocolate chips. Lily's dark chocolate chips. You use those for baking, right? Yeah, yeah. all the time. Anytime yeah.
0: there's chocolate chips and stuff.
1: Okay, <laughs> let's see. What carbohydrates? Where are you? Nine grams. That's way too much.
0: Well, no. It, it counts the erythritol, so you gotta take that away, babe.
1: Well, I guess. See, that's a, that's why I count on Leanne. See? That's why it's not that easy yeah. to look at the back of these. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, look at that.
0: Everyone says you should chug the ACV. Look at everyone. Like, you should chug yeah, this. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs>
1: yeah, why don't you try first and see what happens?
0: Okay. Oh!
1: Oh, maybe not. Are these noodles? Yeah, they, look they like are. Th- oh, another Thrive Market noodles. Thrive product. Market noodles. Gluten-free wonder noodles. Oh.
0: They look like fettuccine? Yeah, fettuccine.
1: Yeah, they look... Looks really interesting. <laughs> I know they taste really great.
0: Kevin loves low carb noodles. Oh
1: yeah, like two they're probably grams, his favorite things. Two grams of carbs.
0: Yeah, for oh, the really whole f- for the whole bag.
1: Well, obviously, yeah, I would eat the whole bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but, they taste good. Yeah,
0: they are pretty good. Oh, poor little spot. Um, okay,
1: purified water. Um, what's Koniac this? Cornac f- flour. Konjac?
0: Yeah, that's that's fair.
1: Sounds like alcohol.
0: That's and calcium not... hydroxide. So you just have to like, not like you care, but you just. Um, uh put water on top of it and strain it that's why i just bought a new strainer for these noodles specifically yeah, they're funny
1: though it says store unopened packages in a cool and dry place well they shouldn't remain unopened they should be opened and eaten 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 like uh, come on anything here.
0: Else? Is there anything else or is that it no no oh, oh yeah oh package. we got a two packages
1: two. what's this lavender um, thrive market lavender essential oil guess
0: where we're putting that
1: smells good
0: (laughs) (laughs) we um, have a like a little smelly thing that releases essential oils into the air but it's really loud and it drives us both crazy but we love it so much I think that's all so where's the rest? That's it. That's fun. it. Sorry. This is fun. Um okay, so that Thrive box was $68.82. I calculated it all out. But basically, free if you go to thrivemarket.com/keto because you get $20 off your first 3 orders which is a total win. So again, that's thrivemarket.com slash keto. And I'll include a link to this magicness in the show notes so you can get that $20 off your first three orders. More on Kevin and me after this message from one of our podcast partners. I like to take extra precautions to support my gut during cold and flu season. The stress of daily life, work, and traveling can take a toll on anyone's immune system, and none of us have time to get sick. Am I right? I like to take a strong probiotic as a way to repopulate my healthy gut bacteria, which leads to a stronger immune system. Wolf Clinic Royal Flora is my choice for soil-based probiotics. Wolf Clinic is offering 20% off their probiotics to U.S. and Canadian listeners of the Keto Diet Podcast. Head to healthfulpursuit.com slash gut and use the coupon code gut all in caps no spaces at checkout to receive 20% off unsure of the link simply check out the show notes of today's episode to get all the details okay now we get into the section of the show on being keto okay how would you each describe the difference between your keto style
1: I think I'm a, I'm a purist. Kevin a is way. totally
0: a purist.
1: And I think I think I do like... Okay, I, I was, I was going to say I do like the occasional carb up. But then I eat carbs like every two weeks or so or whatever it is. And then I don't feel so good. It doesn't matter what carbs I eat. It's funny because I'm like, oh, you know what? I should really have a pizza or I have something else that's more healthier maybe. The carbs I'm like, oh, I don't feel so good. So, and I'm... And I think for me, it's much simpler because I'm just like, hey, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs, no carbs. You like, know, like,
0: you eat, well, you eat a lot more raw vegetables than I do. Yeah. You eat lo- raw vegetables, but you don't like cooked vegetables.
1: No, I don't understand cooked vegetables. I if think... you cook
0: vegetables, all the good stuff is dead. I think you could do the carnivore diet easily. Like, I think that you would thrive on the carnivore diet. Guaranteed. I won't.
1: I don't know what the carnivore diet is. Basically, I know technology, all you do is eat that's... meat. Oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs>
0: and then whereas with myself there are t- there are times where i can't even comprehend how much meat especially beef kevin is able to eat like i do not feel good on eating that much beef and i go in and out of it like sometimes it's more pork than chicken but you know, when I was healing my hormones, I couldn't get enough beef. Do you remember how much beef I would eat? Like at least three pounds a day. And now it's like, I can't, like I can eat beef maybe twice a week. And that does affect with my ketones. Like sometimes I feel like I'm in keto more so than when, when I listen to my body than when I don't and I eat things that I think I should be eating, but I shouldn't actually. Like when I, when I, I guess what I'm saying is when I listen to my body, I'm so much more able to make conscious decisions that make me feel better as a result, especially when it comes to my ketones. And it blows my mind how long you're able to go without carbs and then also when you do a carb up, it is like epic, like you're getting ice cream and popcorn and ordering pizza and like you just keep eating. And then you don't eat all day the next day. You don't eat it at all the next day.
1: Well, isn't that how it's supposed to work? Yeah, totally. Reset your satiating hormone. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> learning, <laughs> learning from the best. Um, so I think that's kind of like the difference is that Kevin has a lot less carb ups, but when he carbs up, it's like epic. Whereas I have like little ones, maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks. He just does this like massive load. And he eats a lot more meat, whereas I don't. And he eats a lot more animal based fats than I do. Because I eat more vegetables and stuff. I put more like olive oil, coconut oil on that, whereas Kevin gets most of his fat from like meat. Oh, and avocado oil mayo. He eats a lot of avocado oil mayo.
1: That's so hard to find, though. And then, so and then I go to, to Costco, and I found find this avocado mayo made by some big company. And then I read the back, and there's, like, almost no avocado in it. There's a bunch of other stuff in it. So yeah. that's another deceiving thing that really um, is frustrating. When you look, you know, see a package, you really got to read the back and the ingredients.
0: Yeah. Okay, testing ketones.
1: You know what? I was really excited about it, because probably because of tech. I like the technology behind it, and I like numbers. But um, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. And I find that if I just eat keto, I don't really need to test. The ketones are what they are.
0: Yeah. You just I mean, feel good. You either feel good or you don't feel good. Yeah. Like, why do you obsess about this?
1: Yeah. And you know what a really easy test is? Just go uh, go to any place and have, like, for your carb up, go to a place, you know, has, like, bad oils or something like that and have fries. And then everything starts hurting, and you get a headache. And you know, it's like, okay, you know what? This is not good for me. I need high quality foods and I don't mm-hmm. like carbs. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah, that's like like a good test. Let's not
0: complicated.
1: I, I like the technology of ketones, and I like. Initially, I was testing really exci- yeah yeah, yeah. Ex- sorry yeah, and I was really excited about testing it.
0: I remember you were super stoked. You were like, "I'm gonna get the urine strips and the blood strips. I'm gonna do the breath. It's gonna be great." And you did it like once, I think. You tested you, maybe no, twice. No, I did it that. Did you? Oh. Yes,
1: I created a spreadsheet for it too.
0: Oh, you did. I totally forgot about this. But then you got really disheartened when you were well, testing and the numbers weren't great, but you were feeling good and you got really discouraged.
1: Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why I would... If somebody were to ask me if they should test their ketones, I would say no. And I know it's probably not... Again, I mean, I'm not Leanne. I'm not the... um, I'm just a dude. (laughs) But um, I would say no because it's really discouraging when you try to eat a certain way and try to follow something and you think you're doing everything right. And then your ketones, they're doing something weird and you don't have... Um, I mean, for me, it's a bit easier because I can ask Leanne, but um, there's so much conflicting information out there other than a helpful pursuit, obviously. But um, (laughs) um, it's, I don't know, I would say don't, don't do it.
0: Yeah. And my answer would be different of like, if you're not the obsessive type and you're just like super geeked out and want to know and understand your body, I think it's a great tool to like test your ketones and get a feel for things. And especially when you first get started, I would say like maybe three weeks after you start eating keto of just getting a sense of what your body's doing and how it's reacting. Like, I loved that geek out part of like, does coconut oil raise my ketones more than avocado oil? And what is it doing after a workout? And, you know, what are my ketones when I sleep 10 hours versus 12 hours? What did I eat that night before? So I think that can be really helpful, but...
1: I guess it goes back to the same thing, you know, not every person is the same, same. and keto can work one you know, one way for one person another way for another person, so...
0: Okay, the next question from you guys, uh, for the two of us, was dealing with frustration. Did you ever feel frustrated because your results differed from one another? And if so, how did you deal with that? I guess there was, like, a little part of me that when Kevin went keto he lost so much weight so fast and was so effortless with like fasting and just everything came so easy except which made me kind of like guilty happy is you cannot do mct oil or fatty coffee whatsoever so that was sort of one thing where i was like what the heck dude like you just started keto and you've lost like a lot of weight very quickly i
1: I think it was like it wasn't a lot of weight it was just like um, it felt like, like a lot <laughs> well their appearance right like my face got yeah. you know leaned out and, and certain you know like it wasn't yeah
0: there are days where i am a little bit jealous that you're able to eat keto all the time and feel great like the way that you do whereas my body is just different and it's constantly changing like my hormones are in a really 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 good place now And, you know, ovulating with the moon and things like that, like, it's so cool. But I find even throughout my cycle, I just can't keep up like it's just different. And that sometimes frustrates me, but also makes me really interested in all of it. You know, of just like how our bodies are different, male and female. And even, you know, there are couples out there where they both eat the same ketogenic diet and they thrive on it. And that blows my mind. Like, it's just so different. So I think it's such an individual thing. And I just know, like, with my body, something that frustrates me a lot is like, well, I wouldn't say it frustrates me. It's just something that I'm having. I've always had a hard time accepting is like my body needs to carry more weight than what I probably perceive as looking great you know what i mean like i need to carry more weight in order for my hormones to be balanced the minute i lose more than the minute i go under five pounds of where i'm at right now i lose my period like it's gone
1: well i think it goes back to there's different reasons why you do you a person would choose to do keto and i think our main goal is really to be healthy doesn't mean you can't be you lose weight and um be do keto and be healthy and all of that but i think for us it's just about just being healthy and it just is what it is yeah. Right, it, our key yeah. approach is what it is. It, it totally there's no is. point in, even if we were to try to get frustrated, what are we supposed to do about it?
0: Yeah, just I guess we just both go off of like what what makes us feel good, and when we don't feel good, we're like, what do we do to not feel good, and let's not do that again, or be mindful of it for next time, like easy peasy. Um, okay, listening to your body, Leanne is pretty in tune with her body. Were you able to tune in and listen to your body as well, Kevin?
1: <laughs> uh, no, not like not like Leanne does, but um, I can certainly Leanne has been able to help me out when you know, I'd have those fries that aren't very good. Or maybe we go to a place where, where we eat keto. And then I come home and everything kind of hurts a bit. And before that, I was just like, oh, it's just the way it is. And then Leanne was like, oh, no, it's the oils. It's the quality of the oil. And I'm like, no, it's not. And a week later, I go back. I'm like, ha ah, I'm going to show her. And I eat the same thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's right. So I think it's more that um, I can, I'm more aware of it. I mean, there's no way um, I'm anywhere close to how in tune you are with your body. But, um yeah, that's mine.
0: I think I think you're totally right. Like I'm like freakishly in tune with my body. <laughs> like it's kind of terrifying. Yeah,
1: but it's also, I mean, it makes you a bit of a scientific machine in a way because and also it's happened over many years.
0: Yeah. I wasn't like this. Even when we first met, I was not like this at all. I would have like those debilitating. You remember those stomach pains I would get? And I'd have to like lay on the floor and I was in tears. It was horrible. And I had no idea what was going on. And now it's totally because I ate popcorn every night and stressed out a bunch. And pro- I only ate carbs. That's all I ate was like sweet potato fries and car- and popcorn. But they were organic they were organic sweet potatoes and organic popcorn and i even put organic coconut oil on that so like i was the best vegan ever um but yeah and then if you had to describe how to listen to your body to somebody who doesn't believe in that or doesn't know how what would you say how would i describe Uh, that
1: well i think the first thing is once you're on a i think for somebody like me i first needed to be on a quotation marks clean diet um, to, and then be on that for a little while, and then have something that wasn't so clean, and then I could tell the difference. Also, I think um, if I would've paid attention more to the little subtleties, like the bags underneath my eyes, for example, I think that was another I mean, I didn't feel any different, but it was a visual thing where I'm like, OK, maybe I'm allergic to something or maybe um, the carbs aren't doing so good. You know, my body doesn't like the carbs as much as I thought they did.
0: Hmm. A question for Kevin was, what was the hardest thing for you to give up on keto? And did you actually go cold turkey? Yeah, you went cold yeah. turkey. You were just like, OK, doing this keto thing. And did you find anything challenging? No,
1: I don't think so. I did give up Kit Kat bars. That was really the only yeah. sweet, that I like the treat that I had, but I didn't. I don't find it difficult at all. And I think that goes back to, and Leanne, correct me if I'm wrong, about how our body uh, starts uh, craving the things it actually needs. And before that was carbs, because I was kind of like living off carbs. And now it's like, hey, you don't need this stuff anymore. So I can walk past a, a box of donuts or Kit Kat bars. Uh, we were on a flight once and they were handing out full size Kit Kat bars, and I could care less. I genuinely that was, did That was just a big moment. Care. Yeah.
0: That was a big moment. And that was like, Probably about four months after you started eating keto. It was at the end of the... Well, I don't even think it was four months. It was maybe a couple of weeks because it was our last flight of the book tour and um, we got upgraded to business class, which is so great for free. It was like a hurrah for the book. And um, yeah, you just were like, no, no, thank you. And that was a big moment. Um, Okay. The next question was, Kevin, do you fast? And what were your original opinions on fasting and has that changed at all?
1: i uh, I fast when I don't feel like eating, yes, and that could actually like there's been there's been days where I didn't eat at all. i I don't think it was intentional. I just woke up in the morning and I wasn't hungry. and then I um in quotation marks, forgot to eat because you know you when I traditionally everybody tells you when you get up, you're supposed to eat, but I just um I didn't. And then it's like nine o'clock at night, and I'm like, whoa, I didn't eat all day, and I'm still not really hungry. And then it was more of a challenge. Well, can I go to bed and wake up without being hungry and I wake up next morning? I'm like, no, no, maybe it's time to eat now. So, yeah. But I, I don't think I've ever done any like. um,
0: No, never. Yeah. Like, never. I mean, you're kind of a breakfast guy. Like, you love your meat and eggs in the morning. I would say that I probably fast a little bit more than you do. Like, you're, you fast after your carb ups, like, the whole day often. But it's usually that I make you eggs with some sort of meat and vegetables, like, every morning. Unless we're driving or busy or, like, book tour stuff, we never ate breakfast. Or we'd have just, like, bacon or something if we could. But I think for Kevin, it's more of, like... I feel like it's more of a psychological thing with you of, like, breakfast and your coffee. And, like, you just like it. And you're, like, a better human when you have those things.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think It's
0: that ritual that you like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whereas me... I love the freedom of being finally being able to be like, no, I don't want breakfast and I don't like breakfast and I'm not a breakfast person. I would rather eat at night. I love eating at night. That is like my favorite thing in the world (laughs) other than my husband. Um, Okay. Going back to carbs This is the last question for this episode. Do you do either of you ever see yourselves going back to eating the way that you were before or the way that you ate before?
1: I don't, I don't think I have a reason to.
0: No why, why, like I never say never, because you don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if I'll ever go back to not being connected to my body in that way, oh. and keto's really allowed me okay well, responsibility okay, one, let's
1: say we were to move somewhere where they don't have a lot of like mm. um good good quality like where we don't have access to the meat that we do, maybe I mean, I think for us it's about maybe feeling if we lived it.
0: on a boat. And, like, we couldn't get meat, so we started eating more fish and, like, produce or something. But I don't know. I would still, like, I just feel like I wouldn't thrive on that eating style.
1: Also, I think once, <laughs> uh, or at least for me, um, once I figured out what keto foods are like, um, it's much easier than having to. It's also less decisions. I don't. Yeah. I make enough decisions every day. Um, so... Less decisions, all the better. So if I can just know where my, my meat is and what kind of like meat I like and where to get it and how to eat it.
0: And we travel full-time. And we've been fine. So yeah. far. Yes. I don't know, like... Never say never, because you never know where your body's going to take you and what's going to happen. But I think the momentous changes I've seen in both Kevin and myself, just us personally, and how different we are eating this way, I don't know what would need to happen in order for me to change it. Like, I just... It's been life changing. Why would you stop doing that? Right? Like, why would you, why, why, why would you stop doing that if you feel really good? I guess the key is like, as long as you feel good, keep doing that one thing.
1: But you know what's really difficult? What was really difficult when I was working, um, still in an office, Yes. and um, going out for lunch, and everybody was like, oh, why are you eating that, or it's not that bad, and things like that. That's really, And it didn't get to me, but it was really annoying. It was annoying to a point where I was telling, you know, ready to tell people to go, you know, leave me alone and go take a hike, because um, it so makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah. That I mean, I still wouldn't change the way I eat because of that, but I mean, that was really hard. I think that's more of a, it would have been more of a, it was more of a hurdle for me to get going with keto as opposed to, um, it may be stopping me from eating keto.
0: So there you have it. Our first podcast episode with Kevin. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We tried to answer all of your questions. Is it related to us? And all of the things that we struggled with and experienced um, when I went keto, Kevin went keto, we're keto together. And I think to bring it all together, um, perhaps we just chat quickly about the easiest way to convert a family member to keto. If it wasn't totally clear throughout the entire episode, it's really that you can't convert them. the The, the only way to convert them, in quotations, is is to just. Do your thing and be happy and allow your eating style to guide you in different directions and do your research and find really great resources out there to kind of latch on to and get that community going. Of like maybe it's a Facebook group, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's like meetups in person or just something. And when your partner, significant other, uh, friends start to see the change in you, they will ask you. The ones that are ready for change will ask you. Like that. And that goes for anything. Like that's how Healthful Pursuit got started started like we don't go out there and shove keto down people's throats if you want to be with us then you're there and we're sharing information together and it's the same thing it's the same thing so I never once tried to convert Kevin I knew that he would thrive on this diet and I knew that if it was right for him and it felt right for him and at some point if he wanted to do it he would do it and I would be there to support them him otherwise I would continue to just buy healthy healthy foods where I could and you know try to push different types of foods on, not even push, but just like bring them into the house, incorporate them. And like, he hates eggplants. So we won't do that again, but just constantly incorporating different things.
1: I think the only thing I would say is no more about the ketogenic diet and how it works. Um, and, I mean, not, don't tell people that's why they should switch over to a ketogenic diet, but just um, knowing about the keto diet. So when somebody does have a question about it, you can answer it. Or you can even just say, hey, you know, the ketogenic diet, th- diet does this or that. I don't know. I think that can help.
0: Or you could just... T- tell them to go to healthfulpursuit.com no I'm just kidding (laughs) but just duh duh. (laughs) cool well thanks so much for hanging out with us guys this was really fun the the show notes and full transcript for today's episode can be found at healthfulpursuit.com slash podcast slash e77 and we'll see you guys next sunday